Hi everyone and welcome back to the Hattie Homemaking Podcast. Today I'm really excited. I'm talking about something that has plagued me my whole entire life and that's being a people pleaser. Recently I feel like I have made huge progress in this area so I just wanted to discuss everything people pleasing today and hopefully it's something people can relate to. Hopefully some of the tips I share will help you get over it and I also want to be discussing how we become people pleasers in the first place something I'm super interested in is the psychology of how people act and why people act the way they do why people think the way they do and so often it does stem from little things in our lives that we don't even realize have affected us but when someone points it out it's like oh wow (laughs) and I think sometimes if we can understand where things come from it becomes easier to manipulate that behavior so that's what we're going to be talking about today just before we get into it I just want to answer a couple of questions people have asked first of all how often are these podcasts going to be so they're going to be on every Wednesday I'll upload them onto all streaming platforms on Wednesday mornings and then they will also be up on my YouTube channel as well for people that don't have Spotify and Apple podcasts so people can also listen for free there my whole aim with this podcast is not to make money it's a bit of a passion project it's just a nice little space for me to share my thoughts so that is um, how often the podcasts are going to be up once a week on a Wednesday in the morning for Spotify and Apple Podcasts and at about four o'clock on my YouTube channel. The next question I'm hearing people ask is am I still going to be doing my usual YouTube videos? My first podcast was about my views on social media. I am definitely going to be doing YouTube videos still. I'm actually working on a vlog at the moment and they will be uploaded every now and then. It's just I'm taking the pressure off myself to create something weekly or even every other week I'm just going to be doing it when the passion strikes and the feeling strikes and I'm excited to do it and then finally a couple of lovely people have asked about my homemaking store that I started last year it was a print on demand store and it was connected to my Wix account recently I have been looking at my budget and I've not kept my Wix um website kind of going just because it was so expensive it's still up it's just on the free Wix version but what I'm currently in the process of doing is linking my store up with Etsy so I will let you know once that's all set up and hopefully you can all buy my little homemaking creations again so that's all the little tidbits (laughs) now let's get into the actual topic which is people pleasing so recently in the last couple of podcasts I have been just sharing more of myself more of my beliefs which previously I was way too scared to bring up or I don't know I'm someone who really shies away from controversial topics one because I don't like conflict but two I'm always scared of offending someone whether that be a follower whether it's a family or friend who is going to listen into my podcast and think this is not the Hattie I know it's because this is a place for me to kind of let rip on who I am and just kind of hope that people accept it whereas in my normal life and I'm sure most people will relate to this you do censor yourself a little bit depending on who you're speaking to because you don't want to to cause offence or anything like that which is normal but since sharing more of my beliefs I'm starting to get a little bit more confident with it I have had a couple of comments and a couple of people disagreeing with me and at first I'm not gonna lie it gets my heart racing like as soon as I see a comment which isn't just all yes I agree so much it 
it gets my heart racing and I just I feel scared that one someone's just going to be really annoyed with me or the internet sometimes can just be a brutal place so it gets my heart going as soon as I see a comment where someone disagrees I'm not gonna lie but you know what after I've read the comment I realize I'm still here (laughs) it's not killed me it's not the worst thing to have ever happened and actually the majority of people do share their conflicting opinions in a way that isn't too um catastrophic (laughs) isn't too harsh I mean the internet is a brutal place and some people are super harsh but you know what I think sometimes through a comment you can read people's intention if someone is just politely disagreeing with me I am more than happy to have a nice light-hearted debate sometimes I won't get into it with people because I just don't have the energy for it but sometimes I will and actually sharing opinions and different ideas when they contrast is a great way for people to grow I'm someone who does change my opinion if someone has a really good point that I've not thought of I'm very happy to change my opinion so that's the first thing I've learned is that other people's opinions if they're different to your own I don't judge them so why would someone automatically judge me just because I'm a bit different to them so I think sometimes I have to give people a little bit more credit but before I get too much into the tips which I've kind of just touched on a little bit there so we're going to pause that I'm going to get into how I think some people become people pleasers of course genetics obviously some people are just born a certain way but I do think people pleasing is something that we can be made into as well through different things in our life so where people pleasing essentially comes from I think is a fear of conflict and a fear of being disliked that's what it is for me and for people who are people pleasers that is the worst thing to happen is you feel brave enough one time to share your opinion and someone maybe who you like it could be a stranger on the internet but it could be someone you like it could be a friend and you've said your opinion around the wrong person and they just completely disagree with you don't like you because of it and then want to disown you that's that's my biggest fear is that being around someone I love I'll say something they don't agree with and then they'll just completely not want to be friends with me anymore (laughs) which sounds really silly but I think when I talk about how it can develop because of childhood and trauma and things like that it makes a lot more sense so I might as well just go into talking about that now so there have been loads of studies done um where people say that trauma from childhood in particular being raised around emotionally immature parents or um, very easy to snap parents very um, emotionally unstable parents it makes you become hyper vigilant to other people's emotions and that's because you have to in childhood so when a child is raised around parents who are very quick to change their emotion or their mood really affects the household you become hyper vigilant because you have to be you have to assess where the danger is so children that are that do grow up around parents who are like this they will notice the tiniest things from body language to tone of voice and their goal becomes to avoid getting their parents angry or upset because they are just so hyper vigilant so if they're noticing those warning signs they are then a lot more careful about how they act and then that childhood that child then grows up and that develops into adulthood in the way 
that they are again they never stop constantly assessing for that risk so if they're talking to a friend about opinion they might have they are so hyper vigilant to how they might be perceived or how that could affect that other person and what danger could come out of that then it just makes them hyper vigilant again to almost not wanting to control or manipulate in a bad way but it kind of is they want to manipulate other people's feelings so that they never have to feel that conflict again so I think that for some people not all if you have had a difficult childhood in that maybe you're around parents who were emotionally immature or it could even come from bullying as well if you had to be hyper vigilant to how um, your classmates were feeling that day or if it was going to be like a really bad day for you if people were going to be ganging up on you and things like that anything that you have been exposed to like that is going to increase your chances of being a people pleaser because naturally you don't want to be in those conflict zones again so you are just noticing every little thing the other thing as well so when I talk about sharing opinions the place where we usually share our opinions is one in real life which I've just touched on but number two on the internet the internet has become an absolute beast in the past couple of years and it has become a kind of you feel like there is a sort of censorship on differing opinions you feel that you go on twitter and it's all one opinion and people who have an opposite opinion kind of just get ripped into (laughs) so you can see how people who don't agree with the general consensus just completely i'm going to use twitter as an example so for example i watch love island right so when you watch Love Island, it is crazy how Twitter goes on and off people, like literally within episodes. So for example, there was a girl on it this year called Paige. At the start, everyone was like, she's the people's princess, protect this girl at all costs. And then naturally, as we all do, she's shown a couple of moments where she just wasn't her best self. She wasn't, I don't know, maybe a bit moody or, you know, just stuff that we all can be. And then by the end, of it she was the absolute villain everyone was like get this girl out it's just it's just crazy and if I was a Twitter user I would want to be tweeting like seriously people (laughs) she was like the people's princess two weeks ago and it's that thing as well of those in glass houses shouldn't throw stones and I think sometimes Twitter can be like that people are so quick to get on that moral high ground of throwing stones at other people and noticing the slightest things about people that they take to mean is not a good sign about that person oh look at the way she looked at her oh yeah that shows that she's really bitchy like come on people we all have our moments and I think people then get scared to tweet the opposite opinion because then you'll have loads of comments underneath it and I see it sometimes where it's like um, I don't know like say let's use politics for example right so Brexit in the UK everyone I spoke to and all of Twitter in the UK everyone was saying remain 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 and that was all that was on my social media and then the result come out and when 
the majority of people voted leave it was a real moment for me of realizing how much the internet does not reflect people's real opinions because when someone goes into a polling station and they put their vote in they don't have to answer to anyone so we don't realize all those people who have the opposite opinion who are too scared to put it on social media they still think that way they just don't put it on social media so what's happening is social media is just becoming an absolute echo chamber of the same opinion the same opinion the same opinion which most of the time (laughs) if it's a good thing like about racism or about things that we all pretty much agree on um unless you are just a raging racist and in that case I'm quite happy for you to be called out (laughs) But I think because of this echo chamber, anyone who has a slightly different view on the world or a slightly different opinion becomes really, really scared to put it out there on social media, but also in real life as well. If you are constantly seeing the same opinion on social media, you then think all your friends and family think that way. And then you might be a little bit scared to say the opposite. So how that relates to me and my life is my social media a lot is about being um, empowered, being a boss babe, um, going out and working these really long hours or setting up your own business and that is what is seen to be respected on my social media. Whereas when I started coming out on my social media saying actually do you know what I would really love to be a housewife, (laughs) I was so scared honestly that people I knew in real life would come on, see I had that view and then completely change their minds about me because that was not something I was open about in real life because I didn't want to turn around and say that to my friends and then them think that I was anti-feminism and all these things that it like suddenly equates to when really I've just got like quite a reasonable in the middle approach I'm not really really far left I'm not really really far right I'm just kind of like in the middle and sometimes my opinions lean more to the left and sometimes my opinions lean a little bit more to the right so what I'm really trying to say is sometimes I know no matter what my opinion is it's gonna offend someone because I can't 100% align myself really in any camp because I'm not in any camp it just depends what the topic is and often I see both sides and I don't actually know what my opinion is because I think really I'm just quite an understanding person and I'm not tooting my own trumpet I just am I just can see both sides in the majority of situations but that doesn't really mean that I'm a people pleaser I think that's just more I just try and see both sides but that does lead me on to my other point as well about how we become people pleasers. I do think people pleasers may just be naturally very compassionate and understanding people. So I think that underlying reason for being a people pleaser is obviously a really, really good thing. And I don't think necessarily being a people pleaser is all a bad thing. Sometimes I think it's done out of necessity. It's something that we maybe develop based on um, if we're very sensitive people, we might just not want conflict and too much conflict and sharing our opinions and people disagreeing with us just drains our energy but I think people pleasing becomes a bad thing when it is having too many negative effects on your life so now I want to talk a little bit about what the negative effects of being a people pleaser could be and how to recognize when it's gone a little bit too far for you so I've just touched on how sometimes we protect 
protect our energy by being a people pleaser so we want to avoid that conflict to protect our energy but sometimes it can have the opposite effect in that it can be very energy draining trying to people please all the time and trying to fit in with the opinions of other people all the time like I said at the start of this about that hyper vigilance about that always noticing what people are thinking and feeling and assessing danger that in itself is completely tiring and it's something that no one can keep up So another effect of being a people pleaser is that we might be more prone to social anxiety and just generally feeling feeling exhausted after a social interaction or maybe a party. We're not tired physically, we are tired mentally because we have been constantly assessing, trying to fit in, trying to understand and that in itself is completely draining. On top of that, it's very difficult to connect with anyone when you are changing your opinion based on who you speak to. So, by being a people pleaser sometimes we make other people feel understood we make other people feel connected and understood and all of those lovely things but we're not actually doing that for ourselves so it's that thing of we are giving out constantly we're trying to make other people feel at ease we're trying to show that we're not a threat we understand them and all of the energy we are given is completely outwards. We are not given any in energy inwards. We're not thinking of ourselves. And actually, sometimes you might feel more connection if you truly connect with a couple of people on something that you truly agree with, rather than trying to please everyone in the room by changing your opinion based on who you speak to. And it's that thing as well of being friends with someone, but being scared to show a little part of yourself that might be different to them. So we all do it in a certain way. So we have different groups of friends maybe, and we act slightly different depending on what group we're in that that day. And although I think that's completely normal human behavior of just, we try and fit in. At the same time, you can completely block your connections with people by trying to hide little parts of yourself. So let me talk about a personal example. So my YouTube channel, Hattie Homemaking, I hid for the first year of doing it from my friends in real life. The reason I did that is because I was really scared if they seen that side of me that wanted to talk about homemaking and being a housewife. I was really scared that they would see me differently and no longer want to be friends with me because I knew some of my friends in real life. They were really passionate about certain topics like feminism and I thought by coming on the internet and saying actually I want to be a housewife that they would think that I I was just completely a bad woman or um, bad for feminism and they would just or maybe think that I judged them in a certain way because I'm expressing my views in how it applies to my life. I was scared that they were going to see my videos or now my podcast and think that I then judge them based on how I want to be for myself but actually by hiding that from them I was hiding a huge part of myself and not allowing them to understand me fully as a human and then it reinforces that view in the back of my mind that you will never be 100% accepted by anyone and that feeling of unconditional love does not exist because if people saw the whole me they wouldn't want to be friends with me anymore but actually 
what I've realized is that is the complete opposite, right? So these friends I was speaking about, who I hid this from, I have now told them all about it. They now watch my videos, they listen to my podcast, and although they see the world slightly differently in their own way, they have not judged me it's like not even the tiniest bit like I've not received even a slight hint of judgment if anything it's the opposite they're all for it they're rooting for me and seeing that has been a moment of for me to realize do you know what good friends and good family will accept you even if you have a completely differing opinion. So me and my friends, we know we will stay friends because it's based on something so solid, even if we have completely different opinions. The only thing I think we would fall out about is if it was an opinion that was hurting someone. So if one of us was a raging racist, then of course I could not be friends with a raging racist. (laughs) I'm sure not many people could be. Um, but that's just like a little example so if you had like an an opinion that really hurt people or you know you were going out and I don't know you like me and my friends we're not we won't go out on the street and like laugh at what people are wearing or that's someone I couldn't be friends with like if their opinions were at the expense of other people laughing at other people or being judgmental or just not being a good person then obviously that's something I couldn't understand but my views and my friend's views although if we are slightly different all of us in our hearts we are good compassionate people so we know we know each other and we're never going to judge each other based upon that so I think learning that learning that the good people will accept me no matter what has given me confidence to express my views because I know in my heart none of my views are controversial in the sense that they hurt other people they're controversial in the sense that they might make people feel uncomfortable like if someone is really passionate about feminism and they think the way to go about feminism is for women to get really high in the workplace hearing someone like me say actually I want to be a housewife that might make them feel quite uncomfortable because it challenges their worldview but a little challenge to someone's worldview is not gonna destroy a really good friendship or connection you have with someone and actually if it does then the connection could not have been that strong and worth keeping in the first place. The other thing about people pleasing where it has a negative effect is you don't really know yourself because you're so easily influenced because you're so scared to express your opinion your opinions then become lost in a sea of other people's opinion and you can become really easily influenced and because of that you can come across really disingenuous so you can have a talk with one person about something and be kind of coming across like you agree with them you could then walk across the room and have the same conversation with someone else but because you're so guided by other people's feelings and other people's emotions and opinions you could then have the complete opposite opinion and then if those two people had a conversation about the conversations they've had with you they would just think you were the most disingenuous person ever and you're not meaning to be it's just that you want to please each person individually and you're so unsure about who you are and where you stand that that's where 
being a people pleaser can become quite toxic and draining and I think if you notice those things about yourself now is the time to start taking little steps towards not being a people pleaser. So here is how I have recently done that. Number one, I have just finished a course of counselling, the first time I've ever had a course of counselling in my life and actually where counselling is really useful and actually how these podcasts are useful for me as well is that I was given an hour a week to just talk from the heart without any fear of judgment without any interruptions and that is so powerful because it allowed me for what so I had 12 sessions of an hour that gave me 12 hours to really understand my mind and something my counsellor did which I'm sure most good counsellors would do is they notice things that you've said that you maybe don't even realise that you've said yourself and they repeat it back to you and then you slowly start to feel like you know yourself more so at the end of my counselling session she asked me for three things I would leave with her and three things I would take away and I won't tell you all of the things I left because it's probably a little bit too personal but one of the things I took away is that actually I'm a good person (laughs) we all worry I think sometimes that we've all got good and bad in us and sometimes um when people have told you in your life that maybe you're not a good person I won't go into who said that to me but I have been told I'm not a good person by certain people whose opinion really mattered to me And I've been told, um, you know, that I'm not compassionate and all of these things that make you question yourself. And actually by having that time to just talk and just be me, I've realised, do you know what, I'm actually a good person. which again sounds like I'm tooting my own trumpet but it's true so I think anything you can do to get to know yourself whether that's going to counselling whether that's journaling whether that's just thinking more allowing yourself to be in your brain more nowadays we're so busy rushing about and then listening to other podcasts of other people talking and then watching tv that we don't really have time for our own thoughts anymore so even if it was just that even if you just gave yourself that time just to think for yourself a little bit more I think that is the number one step you can take is just either counselling or journaling or just time to think anything you can do to get to know yourself more is going to help the second thing that I think really helps is understanding the meaning of a true connection and a true friendship and that is unconditional as long as it doesn't go too far where you have damaging views an unconditional friendship is where you accept each other and you still love each other and you still want each other in your life even if you have slightly different opinions and when you have had in the past maybe the trauma that I spoke about about um, maybe being around emotionally immature parents sometimes if you expressed something that they didn't like the reaction could have demonstrated to you the unconditional love does not exist because I, I don't want to go too personal but I've had things said to me um, like um, I will never forgive you for saying that or just really um, character defamatory statements about myself which made me question myself and who I was and made me think that actually if anyone I love in my life sees a side to me that they don't like they will cut me off or they won't like me anymore and really that's not the reality if we've been raised in that environment that's how we feel things are going to be but actually in real life with people who are good people 
that just does not happen. A lot of times I hear my friends or family say a statement that I wholeheartedly disagree with and I just won't let myself hear it. Sometimes I'm just like kind of be like oh no they didn't mean it like that and just completely forget it so when it comes to ourselves we think that people see and notice every single statement we make and we're so scared of offending someone sometimes with me I'll go out with a group of friends come home and then for hours afterwards I will feel almost adrenaline filled and just anxious about what I might have said to offend someone and then a couple of times I have messaged the friend I thought I offended saying oh I didn't mean it like that and they'll be like Hattie what on earth are you talking about I don't even remember you saying that (laughs) and that is the reality of how most people think most of us just give people the benefit of the doubt so I think understanding that the majority of good people will just give you the benefit of the doubt and also if you have an opinion that someone doesn't agree with it's an opportunity for a really interesting discussion or debate sometimes and you become a more interesting person when you have opinions and you're not scared to share them in a way that's not throwing it down someone's throat if you're just objectively saying your opinion with not much emotion attached without much um you must agree with me otherwise you're a bad person if you don't paint it in that way most people it makes a really interesting conversation so they are my sort of first two points about how not to be a people pleaser so number one understand yourself more and understand what your actual beliefs are number two understand other people better in that not everyone is out to get you and it's okay to disagree with people as long as it's not hurting anyone as long as you put it in a nice way understanding others will help you understand that you don't have to be a people pleaser in order for people to like you and then finally my last point is that sort of phrase of feel the fear and do it anyway the only way to stop being a people pleaser is by just going out there and just sharing your opinion and watching what unfold so for me I've just done these podcasts I was nervous to do it especially with some of them especially the second one about is modern life working for women that's the one I was really nervous about but I felt the fear I did it anyway and actually the online response was a couple of people disagreed with me but in a nice way my friends listened to it and they agreed with parts of it and nothing bad happened and I think by teaching myself that over time the less I am going to be a people pleaser because it's that exposure thing the more I expose myself to um, giving out my opinions and receiving other opinions back it's that threshold for my adrenaline is going to get higher and higher right now my threshold is on the floor like if I feel like someone's going to disagree with me, I immediately go to panic stations of this is going to have a really bad argument or someone's not going to like me. But over time, the more I do it and the more I see actually that's not happening, the higher my threshold is going to get. And the more I'm going to see it's okay to have a healthy debate. It doesn't mean that someone doesn't like you. It's just it's one of those things that's what makes life beautiful at the end of the day we're all different we all have different opinions our backgrounds are all so different as well and I think equally in the way we understand ourselves in how we might have become a people pleaser in the first place 
other people have their own stories at how they've become how they are so maybe I want to be a housewife because of reasons I've talked about in my past about I didn't have the most stable home maybe someone else is really anti-housewife because their mum was a housewife and then maybe um, she was left in a really vulnerable situation or maybe their dad was abusive you just never know why someone has the opinion they do and so it's okay to have that healthy debate and to seek to understand people and also seek to be understood as people pleasers we are constantly seeking to understand 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 but how healthy and fulfilling is it to actually be understood for a change and that is something I am really finding useful with this podcast is all the comments and a couple of people messaging me saying that they really resonated with a lot of what I said and actually that's a lovely feeling to feel like I've put my views out there and it's reached the heart of people who are very similarly minded and no matter what opinion you have there will be hundreds of people out there who do agree with you and the more you are confident to express who you are and express your opinion the more likely it is that you are going to find your tribe of people who are just like you and you'll feel understood and you'll feel that sense of community and wholeness so that brings me to the end of this podcast I'm sorry if this one has been a little bit rambly I didn't really plan this one out I kind of just pressed go on the mic and thought let's start rambling and here we are half an hour later so I hope you have enjoyed this podcast and I will see you in the next one